Okay, so yeah, we're not in Mark this morning. We're going to be in Revelation, and we're going to be bringing our current series to a close. It's a series that we've called Good News. It's all about the gospel, and the gospel being the good news of what Jesus, of what God has done through Jesus, through His life, His death, and His resurrection. And that's what we've been exploring over the last seven weeks, I think it is. Uh, and we're going to be bringing this series to a close today. Again, looking at some some verses uh, and some of the wonderful truth in the book of Revelation. Now, John three sixteen. Hugh, can we have this up on the screen if it's there? John 3 says this, and I think this is a really helpful way for us to understand what the gospel is. It says that for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Or we could say everlasting life. Life that doesn't end. A forever life. You see, the gospel, the good news, changes the here and now. But it also has a future fulfillment. So in our series in week one, we were looking at the world that is. How does the gospel affect the way that we live in the world now? And we're kind of coming right to the other side this morning and thinking about the world that is to come. What does this everlasting life look like? Now, during this week, we asked some of the children in church to tell us about some of their favorite places uh, and they either sent photos through or we got some pictures of their favourite places. Uh, can we have the first one up? Um, so we can see children be looking to see whether your picture's up there. So uh, we've got, you might not be able to tell there, but that's Arthur, unless you know the top of his head. We've got Arthur, his favourite place is the beach. Uh, and then we've got someone else, their favourite place is their home. That's where they like to be best. Next one, please, Hugh. Uh, that one is not Jurassic Park. That is Wingham Wildlife Park. Okay, so it's the zoo. Uh, and then on this side, we've got Crete. Now, Crete sounds like a good favorite place uh, to me, but that is someone's favorite place. Can we have the next ones up? Uh, we've got Soft Play and the gym. Another familiar face there. Barney, that's you up there uh, in your favorite place. Barney's not in the aquarium with the sharks. That's someone else's favorite place. Their favorite place is the aquarium. And next one, please, you. A toy shop. Yes. Someone's favorite place is a toy shop. Uh, and then someone else's favorite place is the cinema. They love to go to the cinema. And if we got one more, I think, you. And the swimming pool. Recognize that one, Eva. Eva's favorite place is the swimming pool. Now, fantastic. Now, when we look at these pictures, uh, and I don't know about you, if, whether you've done this, sometimes I might uh, be somewhere and I want to take a photo of that place, and then I'll look at it and be like, that doesn't quite match up with, with what I saw. It doesn't fully reflect what I was feeling or what I was experiencing. Uh, and um, if, if you think about like travel brochures, they're full of these amazing pictures, aren't they? Beautiful pictures of these places that you can go and these places you can be. And these pictures give a glimpse of what a destination will actually be like, but it's not until someone experiences it that they can fully appreciate the wonder and the beauty of that place. So for these children, these are just pictures of their favorite places, but they're places where they love to be. They're places where they love to go and to experience the wonder of those places. Now, when we read the Bible, we get some understanding of what forever in God's presence will be like. And we, the Bible gives us enough information to look forward. But there is no doubt 
that it will be even better and more wonderful than we can even imagine. So if we have the verses up for Revelation chapter 21, this is a little bit of a snapshot of what this forever life with God will look like. This is a vision that God gave to John. He says, Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne, saying, Now the dwelling place of God is with men, and he will live with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death, or mourning, or crying, or pain, for the old order of things has passed away. He who is seated on the throne said, I am making everything new. And then he said, write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. So what does this picture of this eternal life, this everlasting life, look like? What does it reveal to us? I'm going to look at one thing now, then we're going to worship, then we're going to come back and think about another couple of things. The first thing is this, is that one day God's people will live forever, live forever on a new and beautiful earth. Now, we often speak of, and maybe if you were to ask someone what Christians believe about what happens after they die, often we talk about heaven, a place where, where we will go. We often maybe speak about our souls, maybe being disconnected from our bodies, but our souls go somewhere, and the physical things have gone, the physical things aren't there anymore. And maybe that stereotypical picture might be of nice fluffy clouds and nice music playing, and kind of just our souls are there and, and enjoying being there. Maybe detached from what our experiences are now. But in week one of this series, if you remember, we were talking about the cosmic scope of the gospel. How in Jesus, it's not just people who are reunited to God, but Jesus is reuniting all things to himself. All of creation, everything that is broken. And in Romans 8.22, it says that the whole of creation is groaning in expectation. And so actually, the fulfilment of the gospel will be a new and beautiful earth. But it's not just earth that's going to be new. Those who have been saved by God through Jesus will have new bodies and they will live forever in God's perfect place. Now that doesn't mean that what we do now is not important, doesn't mean that it does not have value. In fact, if we were to flip over to verse um, 22, it says actually that they will bring into, the, into this place, into this city, the glory and honour of the nations. We're not going to do it now, but if you were to look in Isaiah 60, what Isaiah 60 tells us is that the nations will bring their treasures and they will bring their goods. These things that although they were not made for God's glory, they have now been transformed and incorporated into this new earth, this new creation, which means our work is not destroyed, but it's transformed. It's actually how it was always meant to be, and yet finds itself now in Christ. And so we're going to come back in just a little while, and we're going to look at another couple of things about this everlasting life 
looks like. We're going to invite Lou and Pete. They're going to come and help us in a time of sung worship. Um, if you've got something that you feel God has laid on your heart to share, maybe some scriptures and encouragement, something prophetic, please come and speak with Mike. Uh, Mike will be down here at the front uh, and just chat that through uh, with him. But we would love to hear what God would say to us today. For the children, there's a craft as well for you to be doing through the morning related to Pancake Day. Uh, all of the bits you need, you can find at the back if you haven't already. But we'd love you to be joining in with worship as well. Dance, sing, uh, you can do some drawing, whatever it is that helps you to worship. But may I invite you to stand. Let's come and worship uh, this God who is seated on the throne, but yet who we can come before with confidence and boldness today. Okay, we're going to come back now. We're going to jump back into those Revelation verses. Already this morning that we've seen that this everlasting life will look like a new earth, a wonderful hope. The old has gone, the new has come, the old, uh, uh, the, the, um, yeah, new creation coming. A wonderful hope of a beautiful new earth. But these verses that we're looking at and that we've read earlier also reveal other wonderful truths for us to take hold of. Now, this is a question, not just for the children, but for all of us to consider. But I do want to ask the children this question. I want you to think of one person... Who is the one person that you would most like to meet? Okay, who is the one person that you would most like to meet? It could be a sports star, it could be a musician, it could be someone on TV, it could be a loved one who lives far away that you don't get to see. So think of that. Everyone could be thinking of this. Uh, and then think of your favourite restaurant, favourite place to go and eat. And just with the person next to you, just quickly share your answers, uh, particularly the children. One, who would you most like to meet? And two, what is the name of your favourite restaurant? Don't be shy. Share it with someone. Okay. Now, I, uh, would any of the children like to share their answers with me? Is there anyone? Mia, you had your hand up a second ago. Do you want to share your answers? So, tell me, who is the person you would most like to meet? Okay, you're great Nana. And um, where's your favourite place to eat? Pizza, like Pizza Hut. Alright, let me ask you a question. Would you rather have dinner with your great nana at your house, or would you rather go and eat dinner without your great nana at Pizza Hut? What would you rather do? With your great nana in your house, okay? Uh, Eva, who's your favourite person? Tom Fletcher. Tom Fletcher from McFly. Uh, and where's your favourite restaurant? Ask Italian. Ask Italian, oh. Uh, and would you rather have dinner with Tom Fletcher at our house, or would you rather eat dinner without Tom Fletcher at Ask Italian? Tom Fletcher. Tom Fletcher. Okay, what about you guys, In your, with your answers? Put your hands, would you, who would rather ha have dinner with, their with that person at their home, rather than at the restaurant? Put your hands up if that would be true of you. Yeah. Who would rather eat at a restaurant without that person? Neil, <laughs> and there's a few. But the majority of people would rather be with the person than be at the place. You see, some places are great, but getting to meet some people is better. You see, in verse 3 of these, passage, of these verses in Revelation, it says that, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man, and he will dwell with them, and they will be his people, and God himself will be with them as their God. See, this is what everlasting life is. 
God will live with his people. The very beginning of the Gospel of John, it says that no one has seen God, but actually through Jesus, Jesus has made him known. But actually what these verses tell us, what that promise is, is that actually we will see him. We will be with him. He will be with his people forever. You know, when we were taking communion, really that's what we're remembering. That's what we're looking forward to. That's what we're longing for. That's what we're hoping for. That there will be a day when we will be with God in his presence forever. Sometimes when I'm thinking about eternal life and what that's going to look like, I can often think about the next verses that will speak about no crying, no pain. And it can be easy to miss the wonder of what we've just heard about how God will be with his people. You see, everlasting life is not just about the absence of the bad things. Actually, it's about presence. It's not just about absence, but it's about presence. It's about the presence of God. That is the most wonderful thing about the life to come, is that God will be there. And for those who have put their faith and trust in him, for those who have been saved by Jesus, that is the reality of what life forever will look like. You see, the presence of God will be the very best thing about the life to come. And there's a lot of good things to look forward to, but that is the best. And what else do we see? In verse 4, if we think about verse 4. Do you know, we, the earth is broken. We live in a broken world. In many ways, we don't have to look very hard or very far to see that. We experience it in our own lives. We can look in our communities and we can see brokenness. Or we can see even with what's happening in Ukraine. Very much front and centre at the minute, isn't it? And understandably and rightfully so, we see that there is brokenness in the world. And as I said earlier, we're going to come and pray for Ukraine a bit later this morning. But the new earth will not be like this one. It will not be broken in any way. There will be no sin. Jesus has dealt with that. It's done. This new earth will not be like this one in as much as there will be no more crying. There will be no pain. There will be no death. There will be no mourning. Those things, not even a thought for us to consider. Not waiting around the corner. Maybe at some point they'll come in. Done. Done away with. No more. I don't know about you, but I long for that reality. There's part of me that is just desperate to be in that place where all of those things are done away with. Can you see now why the gospel is the good news? The gospel is such good news. And we will be able to perfectly enjoy God forever. We're going to come back into a time of worship. We're going to praise this God uh, who we are going to be with forever. We're going to praise this God who has made a way for us to know him. But let me just finish with this. The hope of everlasting life is amazing for the Christian. There is so much to look forward to. And the hope of living with God forever should help us to live courageously here and now. Because we know this is not the end. We know this is not the final picture. We know that this earth here is not the final chapter. We know that this brokenness that we see will not last forever. 
we know that we can have uh, faith and we can have patience and we can have endurance and we can have hope because of this promise of this life that is to come. May I invite you to stand. Let's come and let's celebrate this together. I love how Lou just led us into this attitude of thanksgiving. Let's continue with that. Let's give thanks to our Father God.